everyone. Welcome back to the Pathways to Happiness podcast. If you are new here, my name is Nina Lavon, and today we are going to be talking all about resentment and holding grudges. I think it's one of those topics where we may not even realize how much it's affecting us or that we might be harboring resentment ourselves. It's also something that I think we don't really like to admit. I think we all want to think that we're somehow above holding grudges or judging others or feeling resentful. But this is something that is a lot more common than we tend to think. Unfortunately, it can also be incredibly destructive and it can be something that we kind of stuff down so we don't really notice it's there until we're faced with all kinds of negative emotions or it builds up to the point that it starts to really take a toll on us or on our relationships. So today we are going to talk about what resentment really is, some of the obvious and not so obvious causes, signs that we might be harboring resentment the impact it has on our mental health, and of course, how to let go of resentment and to begin to heal ourselves and our relationships. So we've got a lot to talk about, but I think it's a very important topic with some interesting psychology behind it. But before we jump in, I want to take a moment, as always, just to thank you for being here and for your support, both here and on the Nina Lavon YouTube channel. Today's topic is by request, so please keep the request coming. I do my best to address your questions as often as I can, and I've also started answering some of the questions on Instagram and, of course, on the YouTube channel, so definitely connect and subscribe if you have not done so already. So that being said, let's get right into today's topic. I think resentment is one of those emotions that can go unnoticed, even by people who are usually very self-aware, because we can think of it as an emotion that we shouldn't feel. We have a judgment against the feeling itself. So because of this, we find different ways of kind of rationalizing it. And we will, instead of admitting how we are feeling, often turn it around on the other person and, you know, feel that they are just critically flawed, that they should be a different way or that they're annoying or arrogant or some other thing that we feel justifies the fact that we are feeling negatively towards them. So we focus on them and what they did wrong or what we think is wrong with their character. And we can often ignore what is happening to us in the process and ignore the fact that we might secretly be resentful. We can feel like we don't want to be a person that ever experiences that, so we just redirect our feelings or we just push them to the side. So it's something that often goes undetected, even for great lengths of time, of course, to our own detriment. So what really is resentment anyway? So if we're talking about the dictionary definition of resentment, it is a feeling of indignant displeasure or persistent ill will at something regarded as wrong, insult, or injury. So we're really talking about something that can include a complex variety of emotions, such as anger or disappointment or bitterness and has a lot of hard feelings that are attached to it. It can really be boiled down to the emotional reaction we have when we perceive that we've been mistreated 
And that word perceive is very important because sometimes it's imagined or it can be incredibly amplified or exaggerated in our mind. And it can be a tricky thing because, of course, there are times in our life when we do get mistreated or there are people in our lives that really seem to do this on purpose. And this is not something that we should take lightly. Nobody should be mistreated. And if that is what is happening, it is really important that we address the situation in whatever way is most appropriate. But there are also times when other people aren't trying to hurt us or offend us, but we can still really be uneasy with their behavior or there can just be something about them or what they are doing that really bothers us. And sometimes that is enough for us to start feeling bitter towards them and to start building up resentment. And that is really more of what we're really talking about today. I think a lot of times when someone isn't intentionally trying to be rude or offensive, it's a matter of them just being really different than us or having different values or different mannerisms. And instead of accepting who they are, we start to judge them or at least we judge their behaviors and certainly we're judging how they make us feel. Because it's not how we would act and not how we would prefer them to be. Or in some cases, it's not the beliefs we'd want them to have. But we're not usually thinking it through like this. So we are making a snap decision a lot of times or we are just having that emotional reaction. But I think it's important that we bring this to the surface, that we do think about this and to kind of pick it apart. Because it's important to also know what the common triggers are for resentment. So I think one of the biggest things is feeling like someone is putting you down or acting superior in some way or feeling judged by others or feeling like they are critical of you or having unrealistic expectations in our relationships. That's a big one. Not feeling like we are really being heard or that we are being validated by other people or we may feel like someone is taking advantage of us in some way. We might also feel that people don't value us or our opinions or our time. So we may start to feel resentful of people who are late all the time or that are always insisting that their opinions are right or needing to have the last word or people who are pushy about their own views and their own opinions. So we can see that there are actually many things that can really leave a bad taste in our mouth. And clearly, in a lot of these cases, they are things that would legitimately cause friction between people. And these are things that we all do experience from time to time. But it only really leads to resentment when we don't address them, either with ourselves or with the the parties that they involve, or both. And unfortunately, there are times when we just don't have the ability, for whatever reason, to be assertive or to express the difficulty that we're having with how the other person is treating us. So that, that really does happen. And other times, It's the opposite. We're just taking it so personally. We start to internalize it and we create a story around the words or the behavior. 
maybe what they said seems like an attack on our intellect or our judgment or our appearance or whatever the case may be. We might just get so hung up on that that we don't even think to discuss it with the other person because we are just so hurt that it starts to materialize as other emotions. It could be a deep sadness or insecurity or it could be anger. In fact, resentment is almost always characterized by anger. And again, we might not even see it at first. We might just get really passive aggressive or we might just start taking digs at that person when we are behind closed doors. But we're not going to just be able to let these things go once these emotions really turn into resentment. Because resentment goes hand in hand with the inability to brush things off and to forgive other people. We get to the point where we just can't drop it. And we have to understand also that anger is usually a secondary emotion, which means that it's often a cover for another emotion that can seem too painful to experience directly. And this could be disappointment, betrayal, hurt, loss, fear, anxiety, discouragement, or sadness. It's a lot easier to feel anger than some of these other emotions because they can be tied into feelings that we have about our own self that can bring up other feelings of self-doubt or inadequacy. So we'd rather feel mad at them in some cases than face these deeper emotions or to begin to question ourselves. Resentment is just an incredibly difficult emotional reaction that can start to poison so many aspects of our life when it's not acknowledged. And I think we have to realize that experiencing disappointment or frustration in our lives is completely normal and sometimes it is unavoidable but we want to really watch out for when these feelings within our relationships become overwhelming because it can be very difficult to repair these relationships if we let these negative emotions go on for too long And it might just be that deep down, we don't want to repair these relationships. And if we are feeling that way, we need to make sure, first of all, that we are really thinking it through and we are thinking about the situation rationally and making sure that we are not coming to this conclusion simply because we are angry in the moment. And then it's not just because what someone did or said or how they are making us feel is very uncomfortable and is making us feel uncomfortable about our own selves. We have to figure out really if it's about them or if it's about us. And if we conclude that it's more about us and our reaction, there's really a lot of helpful and healing steps that we can take. And of course, I want to talk about these strategies for releasing resentment. But before we do that, I want to talk about how we might spot it. Because again, this is something that goes unchecked so much of the time. I think it's a lot easier to spot it in other people. We may say, wow, that person is so bitter and, you know, feel like it's so obvious to to notice that about them. But when we have these similar situations in our own life, we can be completely unaware or we can just be caught in that cycle of blame where we are just focusing on how terrible that we think that other person is that we don't see our own shortcomings or our own resentment. And I get it. In my own life, 
it's really important to me to be a good person and to try to rise above situations, but I can certainly go back and look at different situations where I can acknowledge that I really did feel resentful. Times when I let things get to me that really had nothing to do with me, but rather how the other person made me feel about myself. So it really wasn't even about them either. They triggered my own insecurities or made me notice my own shortcomings. And it was just easier to push it all back on them and to bring it up in my own mind how, you know, I felt that they were rude or arrogant. But now looking back, I can I can see it. And I can also see how those resentments ended up really hurting me and affecting my mental health. But again, at the time, I just was not conscious of it. And I think that happens all the time. I will give you a recent example. I have a friend that shares a mutual acquaintance with me. And I don't speak to her, you know, very much. Actually, we speak pretty infrequently, but somehow in every single conversation that we do have, she brings up this argument she had with this other friend that we know. This is an argument that happened years ago and really was nothing but a difference in opinion concerning politics. They were honestly both just expressing their views, but neither person could let it go. They both took it completely personally, and still to this day, they judge the other person, and they both still bring it up all the time, and how the other person was wrong, and how they have such a high opinion of themselves, and blah, 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 and clearly it has turned into resentment, and it's really unfortunate because they really used to be good friends, and this disagreement about a political candidate really has turned into something that they find impossible to put behind them. So why does this happen, and why doesn't every disagreement turn into resentment then? I think it really has to do with how the disagreement or how the interaction made the person feel. So we can have circumstances where we get into a healthy debate, let's say, where we have polar opposite views, but in the end we can shake hands and agree to disagree. And we can respect that person, even though they feel very differently than we do. And then there are those times when we just can't. We can't stop thinking about the event, and it causes a whole slew of negative emotions. And sometimes, like in the case of my friends, these negative emotions can last years and years. And it really comes down to the perception that... They were wronged by the other person or mistreated in some way. And the perception of being mistreated could come simply from feeling belittled or, you know, feeling judged by the other person, from feeling disrespected. It doesn't necessarily have to be from one person punching another person or doing something that would obviously fall under mistreatment. It can be way more subtle. Maybe we just felt stupid in the situation or we felt like the other person thinks that we are stupid or ignorant or whatever it may be. And a lot of times it comes down to feeling out of control. We want to be able to control how that person thinks or what they believe. We may feel strongly that they should feel or behave a certain way, especially when it's how we behave or how we feel about a situation. And a lot of times it can be because whatever happened is something that we feel 
we're going to kind of carry on with us into our future, meaning that we are going to feel badly about this when we think of this situation way down the line. If it's something that we know we can brush off right away, that doesn't tend to happen. I think more often than not, feeling such a negative emotion really stems from feeling unseen or misunderstood by that other person, which makes us feel unimportant and inadequate. And it really doesn't matter if the perceived injustice is trivial or incredibly serious on the other end of the spectrum. When we feel like we've been treated unfairly, it can hurt in the most dramatic way and it can make it seem like an incredibly serious offense, even when it really was trivial or, you know, really not that important to begin with. We can completely blow it out of proportion. And when we take it personally or we feel like we aren't getting the respect we deserve, it can just get bigger and bigger. So how can we tell if it really is resentment that we are feeling? Well, for one, we're going to have recurring negative emotions towards them, such as hard feelings, uneasiness whenever we see them, bitterness, and even stronger emotions like hostility, frustration, and anger. We will likely also have an inability to stop thinking about the event or the person. We may fantasize about belittling them or getting even with them or punishing them in some way or fantasize about them coming to their senses and finding out that we were right and they were wrong and how they acted was completely unjustified. We may also have intense feelings of remorse or regret and experience a lot of self-blame when we think about the interaction. We may wish that we had behaved differently. So again, it can be in a lot of circumstances a lot easier for us to push it on the other person, especially when there was something about the situation that made us feel embarrassed. Embarrassment can be very difficult to experience, especially if we are experiencing it over and over by running it through our heads all the time and ruminating over it. Another sign can be wanting to avoid that person or acting passive aggressively when we do see that person. We might hold grudges and make mental note of everything they do that we could possibly pass judgment on. And all these things can be signs, but overall, we can just say that we are unable to let the situation go. And the challenging thing here is not just that it really destroys the relationship, but also when we don't address it, it clearly affects our mental health and even our physical health. Resentment can cause chronic anger, which puts us in a fight or flight mode, and that can cause changes in our heart rate and our mood and our blood pressure and even our immune response. It can affect our sleep. It can, of course, also affect our other relationships that really have nothing to do with this situation. Resentment can trigger anxiety and depression and a feeling of dissatisfaction with our whole life and even lead us to feel hopeless sometimes. Resentment is incredibly corrosive because we are constantly reliving whatever injustice we feel was committed. And this can just pop into our mind randomly sometimes for no reason. And sadly, the anger and all these fantasies of revenge, if we have them, are completely draining our spirit. And, you know, this all really brings out the absolute worst in us. 
So if this is starting to ring a bell for us and we are feeling that, yeah, maybe we are really experiencing resentment, how can we let it go? How can, how can we be free of these negative emotions? Well, I think first we need to talk about what we don't want to do with these resentments, which is to just try to forget about them or pretend they don't exist. We definitely don't want to ignore them or try to fight our way through them or push them away. The only way we are going to get over them is if we actually face them, which means we are going to have to feel them. We're going to have to study them and so we can eventually heal. And we have to remember that this is a process that requires that we have an open mind and be okay with the fact that it might get worse before it ultimately gets better. But it can absolutely get better. So let's talk about the steps in starting to heal and to correct the issue. I really think, and I know I sound like a broken record because I say this with about every situation that comes up in our life, but we really have to acknowledge how we're feeling and we need to try not to judge ourselves. We didn't intend to feel resentment, so we can't really blame ourselves for the feeling, but we do have to admit it to ourselves no matter how painful it might be to do so. So we go through life wanting to protect our ego and wanting to protect our self-concept. So sometimes we, you know, hide these feelings. But the first step is absolutely acknowledging how we are feeling. And then we need to replay the situation in our head and be honest with ourselves about what is really causing the negative emotions did we feel insulted? Did we feel embarrassed or belittled? Did we feel that our opinion didn't matter or that the other person thought they were better than we are? We need to really look at the situation from a bird's eye view, extremely objectively. Don't judge it. Just look at it. Just see as a compassionate outsider what exactly brought about these negative feelings. We want to then think about how the resentment is affecting us and what areas of our life it's touching. Is it making us bitter? Is it affecting our self-confidence and our self-esteem? Is it having an impact on our identity or making us question our beliefs? Is it making us feel insecure or even making us feel unsafe? Is it spilling into our other relationships or making it difficult for us to experience joy or happiness? Is it affecting our external world where we're avoiding people or places that are associated with the person that we're resentful of? It's really important that we do realize all the negative consequences that are, you know, coming from this resentment because it oftentimes affects way more aspects of our lives than we are consciously aware of. We also need to spend time thinking about the other person and we want to consider if that person was intentionally trying to harm us or our feelings. We want to really objectively think about the reasons why they have behaved that way or what made them behave that way. Is our interpretation the only possible explanation for what happened? Is there any way 
we may have contributed to the negative situation or the negative emotions that ensued? Is it possible that this simply was a case of misunderstanding or simply a difference of opinions that we took personally? We really want to get real, as difficult as it may seem, because we need to take responsibility for our own hand in this if we determine that we really were part of the problem. And a lot of the times that is the case. Sometimes it really has nothing to do with us, but many times we do actually play a role in it. So we just want to, again, be objective. And again, we aren't trying to judge ourselves at this point. We are just looking for information. And please know also that it isn't always going to make sense. Sometimes when we start on this process, we can immediately feel like we've been really unreasonable or petty, and that is completely okay. We just, again, want to get honest here. And after we've made this assessment, we need to consider whether this is a relationship that we want to try to repair or one that is ultimately just a toxic relationship with a toxic person. And either way, we want to work towards letting go of the actual resentment. But In some cases, we may also want to start to fix the relationship if we realize that it didn't have to become the ordeal that we made it out to be. So this is the thing that we really need to decide. And if we are not ready to come to a final conclusion or a final decision, that is fine too. Sometimes this is going to take a long time to really think through and weigh our options. But we just really need to see where we stand with it all so we know how to ultimately proceed. We also need to consider what secret perceived benefits we might be getting from holding on to these resentments. This is something that is often a big part of the problem. Anger and resentment often try to serve several defense purposes. It can give us a sense of control over a situation or make us feel like we have some kind of power. It can also serve as a scapegoat. It's much easier to focus on other people than to focus on ourselves and to address our own hurts or our own shortcomings. And it can also act like a shield, like we talked about earlier. It can keep us from experiencing those deeper emotions. It can keep them all at a distance. So when we focus on these surface emotions, it can feel a lot less painful. So again, take some time to consider if maybe we are holding on to the resentment as a defense mechanism. And after we've done all these internal exercises, and if we have determined that either we may have contributed to the issue ourselves or that the relationship itself is worthy of repair, we need to find the strength to address the issue. We've got to find the courage to do so. So many problems in our life can be resolved when we are just simply open, honest, and assertive. And I know that can be incredibly difficult, especially when it's just not part of our nature or not part of how we were brought up. I found it incredibly difficult to be assertive for many years of my life because that was not really something that was that was taught to me. I always thought that to be a kind person, you know, you just let the other person have their way or, you know, you just don't say something because you want to be polite. And 
life experiences taught me that being assertive is incredibly important and it is an amazing skill to have. In fact, I have a whole video up on the YouTube channel about learning how to become more assertive. I will link that down in the description box below if you're watching this podcast through YouTube. And if you're on another platform, just go to the YouTube channel and search up Nina Levon assertiveness and it, it will pull up. But that's something that if we have difficulty with, that is very valuable to learn as a life skill. That's often the first step in forgiving the person. And ultimately, that is often how this resentment is going to get resolved, forgiving them. I know it's not possible in every situation, but it is in many situations. We can Accept that they are human, just like we are human. And for the most part, people are just doing the best they can. We need to accept that we all have limitations and imperfections. And forgiveness doesn't mean that we are saying that the behavior was okay. It's about goodness. It's about extending mercy, even when we feel that the other person doesn't really deserve it. It's not about finding excuses for the person's behavior, and it's not about pretending it didn't happen. It's about being empathetic and realizing how deeply holding on to this resentment is hurting us in the process. And to be clear, I'm not talking about situations where it was clear there was intentional injustice or malicious hurt. These situations are more nuanced and, you know, need to be thought out in a different way. But usually in the case of our everyday resentments, there are honestly aspects that really can be shown mercy and forgiveness when we think about it and we are really honest about the situation. And Forgiveness can offer us such a weight off our own shoulders because the burden of carrying resentment is like a ball and chain that we're carrying around forever, even when we're not actively thinking about it. It's there and it's more caustic than we can possibly imagine. It just seeps into every aspect of our life and into our personality. So in situations where we can find it in our hearts to simply forgive and forget, even if it's a process that takes time to do so, it can be incredibly healing when we can just be that bigger person. And as difficult as it may be, you know, to practice treating these people that we're angry at that or that we have resentment towards with kindness and compassion. When we do so, we can notice what happens in our own life. And when we change how we are acting, oftentimes it will change how they act towards you, which tends to solve the, the problem in the long run. So if we can bring ourselves to offer that person forgiveness, that's probably the quickest way we have towards freedom. Another thing that we can do is to find ways to express our resentment or anger in healthier ways. We can share these feelings with safe and supportive people in our life, talk it out. Or if this is becoming too much, to go ahead and talk to a therapist, talk to a mental health professional. If this is taking over your life, it is absolutely worth it to do so. 
We could also journal or write about the situation. We can also release negative emotions by engaging in physical activity. That is a wonderful way to kind of feel better right away. We can work out. We can take a walk or go for a run or go for a hike or, you know, dance in our living room or play a sport. But getting physical is a great way to release our negative emotions. But ultimately, we also have to acknowledge that we are not in control of the thoughts and behaviors of other people. I know we want to be, but we really aren't. And to burden ourselves with trying to change another person's thoughts or morals or behaviors or opinions or political party or religion, whatever it is, is an impossible feat. And it is a burden that is not going to reap any rewards in most cases. We just don't have the ability to change other people. Change has to come from somebody else. If they want to change, that's one thing. But we really don't have the ability to to mold somebody else's behavior. Maybe a child, but certainly not an adult. And we have to also realize that we all bring a lifetime of wounds to our relationships. We all have had a completely different life, and we've had different experiences, and we have different genetics. And If those differences are too much for us, if these people really are toxic to us in our life, then we do have the option to let them go. We still need to let go of our resentment, however, but we can choose if we want to, to let them go in situations that we just feel like it's unfixable or it's too harmful to continue talking to them or being in a relationship with. But when it's more of a case of misunderstanding or inflexibility or when we've taken offense or overreacted to a situation that could have had another ending, we need to try to see it through their eyes, to show them compassion if we're able to, to admit our part in the situation. We can decide that today is the day that we are going to let go of all this negativity. And no, we do not have a magic wand and it may take some time to resolve all the feelings that we are having and to heal the relationship. But the path to healing really involves finding forgiveness and a way to make peace with what has happened so that we can move forward in our life and not keep getting stuck in the past because that is what is happening. We are stuck in the past. And we have to also remember that happiness is in the present. Happiness is in the now. It is impossible to experience true happiness and also be stuck in the past. We have to bring our thoughts and our intention to the here and now. And the right solution may be very different depending on the situation, but it's worth working on so that we can finally heal. And when we feel like we are just getting too caught up in all the negativity, we need to lean into gratitude and remember that there are still tons of good things all around us. We need to notice them and notice all the good in the relationships, our other relationships that we still have in our life. There will always be misunderstandings, but we can choose to look at the situations from another perspective and we can always choose kindness. And so often when we shift to these mindsets, not only does the problem seem smaller, but it changes how that other person sees us and it helps change the the situation itself and it helps it get cleared up even faster. In the end, resentment 
really is a choice, but it's a choice that harms us, usually more than the situation did itself. And before we end today's podcast, I just want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes about resentment. It's by the late and incredibly amazing Carrie Fisher, who said, resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And so often that is really the case. So I truly hope today's podcast was food for thought and that it helps you on your own path of healing. I would love to hear your thoughts and experiences concerning resentment in any situations that you are having right now. And also if you've been able to work through resentments, how you did it. Definitely let me know in the comments below. And as always, please don't hesitate to write in your own questions and topic requests. You can reach me by email at nina.lavon at gmail.com. That's spelled N-E-N-A dot L-A-V-O-N-N-E at gmail. And you can also reach me on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is at Nina Lavon. So I want to thank you so much for spending time with me today. It's always a pleasure for me, and I hope the rest of your day is absolutely extraordinary. See you next time, guys.